welcome to another episode of So The Thing Is, where we talk all things relationship, motherhood, business, branding, you name it, we're talking about it over here. It's me, Erica. Let's dive into today's episode. So, I've been thinking about some things. I've been thinking about parenting and how we do it and why we do it and what we're supposed to do, how long we're supposed to do it for. Because, you know, there's a whole like how everybody is always telling you how you're supposed to do something. There's a new study every day that comes out about what we should do. There's a new influencer every day telling us how we're supposed to talk to our kids. There's a new TikTok telling us about gentle parenting. I mean, it's just like over, it's just everybody's telling everybody what they should do as a parent. Um, so the thing is, I feel like, I feel validated when I yell at my kids. Is that weird? Is it weird that I yell at my kids and I feel like I should then give myself a pat on the back? And I don't, I don't know why I feel that way, but I start to look at things like, okay, here's, here's the way that I look at parenting. The Bible says, train a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he shall not depart from it. So doesn't mean that he's not going to get off track. Doesn't mean that he's not going to do crazy stuff in between. But once he comes to himself, he will remember the things that you taught him. But if we're teaching them nothing, then there's nothing for them to remember. So then there's no track for them to be on. So it's like, almost like, I'm just one of those parents who believes in teaching my kid everything there is to teach him. There's a lesson in everything. There, like for instance, one of my biggest pet peeves, oh my God, is like the biggest pet peeve that I have with Corey as far as parenting is concerned. For instance, you can't tell a kid to do something that they've never done before without telling them how to do it. And then you can't, when they do it wrong because you didn't tell them how to do it, you can't then get mad at them that they didn't do it right. That's how Corey is. That's how Corey parents. It'll be like the most random thing. Go outside and change the oil to the car. And and then at two hours later... What did you do? Why would you do this? And I'm thinking, this kid don't even know where the oil in the car goes. Like, he, what? Like, that's how absurd it is. Whereas with me, if I thought that they were able to change the oil to the car, I but but they've never done it before, I would walk them outside, I would open the hood of the car, and I would say, okay, this is a bottle of oil. Oil goes into here. All you need to do is take this bottle of oil, pour it into this container that has the oil on it until it's full. And whatever. Um, that's, I don't even know how to change oil. This is just a pure example. But that is how I parent. Give them all the tools that they need. Explain it to them two times. Have them repeat it back to me. And then walk away and let them do it. Now at that point... If I come back and it's not done the right way, then we can have a problem. So 
That's just how I believe that you should parent. I believe that you should give your kids all the tools. I believe that you should explain it to them. I believe that you should let them explain it to you back. And then I believe that you should walk away and hope that they have learned from you and eventually know how to change the oil to the car. I look at it in the sense that like when you're parenting your kids, you ultimately want the best for them, right? You want them to have the life you've always dreamed of them having on the life that they dream of themselves having. You want them to be successful, smart, brilliant. So you have to create that success in them early. Like you have to instill that into them at a young age. So I'm very particular. Things that I like get on my kids about is how fast or slow they're moving. So there's no right or wrong. I mean, there is a right or wrong because what I say is the right or the wrong way. But some things require you to move slow and some things require you to move fast. But my logic behind that, like for instance, Chubb is the slowest mover. Oh my God. If I tell him to sweep the kitchen floor, it will take about 45 minutes for the floor to be swept. And, And for most of that 45 minutes, he's only sweeping one spot it just drives me nuts just like his dad and I will look over and be like you got two more minutes to sweep that entire floor and I don't want to see no crumbs on the floor why am I doing that because he can't go through life taking 45 minutes to do a five minute task why is that vital that is vital because if you go to get a job and you get the job, and like even if it's, you're a teenager, if you go to McDonald's, you start working at McDonald's, it's fast food. You only got five seconds to build this burger. You can't be building a burger for five minutes. You have to learn time management. You have to learn to work at a speed that is conducive to the people around you, to the job you're assigned, to the role that you play. But if I allow him to sweep the floor for an hour and I never say anything about that, he's going to be so concerned when he gets older why people are saying, you move too slow. We had to let you go because you're not effective. You're not efficient. You don't move fast enough. Yeah. Because I didn't prepare you for the real world. And I think a lot of times we're trying to gentle parent our kids to success. But the world is not freaking gentle. Like the world is not gentle. I have shared on my Instagram stories before that I have called my kids dumb. If they do something that's dumb, I will say that is dumb. You are dumb for doing that. Judge me if you want. I don't care. But guess what? That's how the world is going to talk to them. And it's better for you to hear from me so I can break it down why that action was stupid and what we need to do better to not let that happen again. The world's not going to do that. The world's going to say, niggas going to label you dumb, the dumb kid in the office, the stupid boy in the classroom. And that's who you're going to be. But I'm going to tell you before you walk out of this door that you doing X, Y, and Z like this is making you look stupid. And if you don't want to be stupid, you need to switch it up right now before you walk out of this house and think that that's the right way to do it. But no, we want to gentle parent our kids into failure, not success. We want to gentle parent them into being 
below average to being incompetent to being self-centered to being self-righteous because that's what we're doing right when we're gentle parenting them we're teaching them that they make a space for themselves they have the right to their own opinions they have the right to you don't have the right to nothing until you 18 you have no freaking rights the world the law says that you have no rights i am your rights Okay, <laughs> like I have to be present for you to do anything. I have to sign on it for you to be able to move any kind of way you want to move. So as far as I'm concerned, until you're 18, I'm not giving you the right to pick and choose anything because you don't know what's out there you don't know what's best for you you don't know what's standing behind door number one so I'm gonna pick which door we're gonna go which door we're gonna go down because ultimately you're not going down at door that door by yourself until you're 18 when you're 6 and you're 10 and you're 12 and you're 14 and 15 when you open that door and you make a choice, I'm going to be the one standing in front and you're going to be the one standing behind me so that I can navigate you through the situation until we get to the end of the door when you're 18 and I can say, now do it on your own. But I can't just let you think that you know what you're doing because you don't. I remember growing up, my parents used to always say, you think you're smarter than me. I've been on this earth more longer than you double the amount of time that you have been on this earth so if you think you're smarter than me then you're stupid and that's a fact you have no idea of what it takes to live on your own to make your own decisions I get making small decisions like for instance I let I let crew choose if he wants to have chocolate milk or apple juice but I am not letting him choose whether or not, listen, I almost said something that was so controversial and I won't. <laughs> Let me tell you who won't be digging themselves into a hole in a podcast. It won't be me. You have the right to make those choices, but you're not going to make choices that changed your life for the rest of your life at three. No, I'm sorry, sir, but you're not. You're not old enough to comprehend the choices and the and the consequences, the effects, the long-lasting mental state you could be. You're not capable. Because if you were, you wouldn't need me. But yet you do need me because the Bible says that you need me. The Bible also says that you have to honor and obey me. So God even knows that you're not capable. So, I mean, if God knows you're not able, I don't even, who, I don't even know why we listen to the people on TikTok. Because they don't know shit. They don't, know sh- they don't know shit. So that's where I'm at. And I started thinking about this because, you know, God, I had a semi-breakdown the other day in the car with, I ain't even going to tell you everything I said, but I had a semi-little breakdown the other day in the car with crew. And essentially I told him to shut up. He wouldn't stop. To, he, he would not, he, this, he fell out in the pet store, which is disgust. It is disgust. Dogs pee on those floors and I saw dried up pee in one spot so I'm sure they don't they don't clean it they don't clean it enough and he was falling out in there he was acting like a complete psychopath the entire time we were in the pet store and he fell out and that's when I decided who am I to think that I could be in this store and not have him in a cart that was stupid on my part But because he was acting like a nut, 
I wanted to pick him up by his coat. You know, like how you, you know how like you jerk somebody up and you like rough them up by their, by their shirt or something. I wanted to pick him up by, I, I shouldn't even say I wanted to because I did. I yoked him up by his coat and tossed his little butt into the, into the, into the cart. And I realized that I did that with so much aggression that the people at the register, there was no customers in there, but this, this, the, the people that worked there were watching me and they probably was thinking, yo, she wildin'. But at that moment, I could have gentle parented him. I could have said, hey, you have a choice. You can either get in this cart with me or you can lay on the floor and crawl your way back to pick up Jackson from the groomer. Which would you rather? I could tell you a thousand percent which one he would rather. He would have rather crawled on the PC floor than get in the cart. And I could have take, taken that. I could have let him first. Because here's the thing. <laughs> so the thing is. Regardless of how you look at it, you're going to be judged anyway. Because I yoked him up, threw him in that cart, they judged me. If I would have let his butt crawl on that dirty-ass floor, they would have judged me. So regardless of how you look at it, you're getting judged. So I might as well be getting judged in the light that I feel like I'm deemed the right to be judged in. By yoking him up and throwing him in that cart and he's off the floor and he's contained in a little transportable prison. Okay? So at the end of the day, I just feel like that's a bunch of crap. Gentle parenting is a bunch of crap. Now, the parts of gentle parenting that I do take um, heed to, that I offer to my children, is allowing them to express their feelings. I got to take a sip of water. I allow my kids to express how they feel. I do that because I do honestly feel like when I was coming up, I was able to sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I was able, well, I was, I was only able to tell my parents why. Like, so if I did something crazy, my mom would say, why did you do that? And I was able to tell them why, but I was never really able to express how I felt about something because anytime that I expressed how I felt about it, my dad would tell me that I don't know what I'm, basically like, you're a child, you don't know nothing type of thing, which is fine. I mean, I know all my friends got, was raised the same way. Everybody's parents said the same thing. We can all attest to that. So I knew that I wanted to be able to raise my kids to have, and to, for them to be able to develop their own opinions. But I raised them so much so that yes, you can have an opinion, but you also doesn't that, that that doesn't mean that your opinion is the end all be all i understand and i validate the way that you feel and i validate that you have this opinion about this and that that ultimately this is how you think it should be but as your parents i'm vetoing your opinion or your whatever to say that is not right like for instance you can't tell me what you think we should how th things should be like you don't get to tell me how things should be because you don't know anything that's just essentially how I look at it I, I used to say that to Corey all the time too as like a parent he used to be like well he feels like he feels like what like telling me like how one of the kids feel he feels like oh, oh okay 
And so, and I feel certain ways about things too, but you don't see me out here running for president. I don't give a crap how they feel. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't even say that. I do care how they feel. Okay, duly noted, you feel like this. That's taken into consideration, but you're also only 12. So now we can... I want you to be able to express yourself because I think that we should train you to be able to express yourself. But I also want you to realize that until you're like 16 or 17, about to actually physically leave this house in the next few years, you don't really, your your expression of how you feel is only built around this small frame of a life that you've built for yourself that you really didn't have because until the age of five your life was cultivated by me and then you're only 10 so you've only really been living a semi unsheltered life for five years and as five years in this world you have no idea what your feelings are so yeah okay you feel a certain type of way but no ma'am I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. Like I said, duly noted. And this is how we are proceeding. I believe that you should address how they feel. Explain to them how maybe their feelings are off. Maybe how they should look at things in a different perspective. I believe in having conversations. We have conversations with our kids. Uh, usually they don't get yelled at unless it's something like chore related or, you know, like, or bad grade or, you know, like something like that. But as far as like, they come into us having like this epiphany about how they think that the, their life should be, whatever, we listen to what they say, how they feel, and we explain to them why things are the way that they are, why we can't do X, Y, and Z the way that they think that we should. Like we have conversations with, with our kids. So in that regard, yes, I believe in giving them the space and the opportunity to have a voice. They should always be able to have a voice because you don't want to raise them to not have a voice because they need to have a voice in their friendships. They need to have a voice when they go to college. They need to have a voice within their jobs. They need to have a voice in their relationship. They need to have a voice in their marriage so it's important for them to be trained to have a voice but I also think it's important for them to know that everything that they feel doesn't mean that it's right and I think what we do when we're in this millennial parenting is that we try to validate their feelings by not just saying this is how you feel, but we say this is how you feel and okay, let's go with how you feel. When as a, an adult, you know that the way that they feel, that's not right. And you can't just let them wing it because I mean, essentially, what are you teaching them? Like what, what are we teaching them by letting, it's, it's good for them to, like, I know what my kids, sometimes they have their opinions about certain things. And, and like Camden, he is very opinionated. He thinks he knows everything. He wants to be this cool kid and whatever. And sometimes I'll just let him, you know, live in that. Like he'll, he'll say something to me like, no one of my, like, for instance, prime example. He told me the other day that it was dress down day at school. I told him, no, it's not. Yes, it is, mom. They made an announcement that it's dressed down today. I said, Camden, I promise you that it's not. Oh, he went on waterworks, tears. You're not going to let me dress down. I told you that it was dress down day. I, so I already knew it wasn't. 
I even went the extra mile to text the school to ask them if it was. They never responded back. But it didn't matter to me that they didn't respond back because I have a calendar. I know that it's not dressed down. But I let him dress down. We drove to the school. All the other kids were getting out the car. Every single kid, every single kid that got out of the car was in a uniform. So as we were sitting in the carpool line, I said, hmm. So crazy that everybody has on a uniform except for you. I said, if they send you home for not having on a uniform today, you every every single thing that you that is electrical, you're losing it. So he's like, it's it's still, I don't know why these kids aren't dressed down. It's still dressed down. Pff, whatever. Gets to school, I pick him up. Nobody, not one person is dressed down. He gets in the car. I say, so, dressed down is next Friday. Of course it is. That's exactly what I told you. But, like, again, there are certain things, because I knew that wasn't going to hurt him. I knew they wasn't going to send him home. They were just going to be like, what? So, at the end of the day, yeah, no harm, no foul. So, yes, you do need to give your your kids the space and the opportunity to learn lessons. But at the end of the day, big decision making? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but time out, coach. I have to call the shots here. Then there's the part about, like, yelling at your kids, raising your voice, all of that. So, I really started to think about that because I'm a yeller. Okay? I'm a yeller. I yell. Probably, I mean, like, I just, I'm just, I just yell. That's what I do. I don't think it's anything wrong with it. You can tell me otherwise, but I don't care because it's my own house. Okay. Um, it is who I am. It's who I am. So I was thinking about it though, because sometimes I can go like if if it's that time of the month for me, the yell is like on another level. Like it's a whole different type of yell. It's like a whole different level of a yell. Or whatever. But some so sometimes I can be like, dang, I probably shouldn't have spazzed out like that. That was crazy. But then I started thinking, no, no, because you know, you know what? <laughs> the whole purpose of parenting is to train them up for when they are older, right? And I started thinking, how many people in my life have had to yell at me? Like, who were the people in my life other than my parents? That 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 would yell at that would yell at you. Like, who are those people? Coaches. So if you're a football team, basketball, track, gymnastics, cheerleader, Girl Scout, whatever it is that you're doing extracurricular, those coaches, they're yelling. Okay, so then I started thinking about schools. If you think that your kid is going to school and a teacher ain't yelling. You wildin', because my teachers used to yell at me. I mean, granted, that was back in the day, and we whole, you know, weird. We're we're in a weird life right now, so maybe they're not yelling, but teachers yell. Um, if you think that you're gonna get a job and not have a boss that yells, I remember I used to work at Food Lion, and we used to have meetings, and my Food Lion manager used to yell. Like she just used to, they used to yell. Then. When I worked for the government, we had yellers. We had yellers. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't see in my life where I haven't encountered people that were warranted to yell at me. It was, it was like, okay, he's yelling. He's upset. Like, do I like it? I mean, maybe not necessarily, 
But then I thought about coaches, right? If your kid plays a sport of any kind, you know, their coach is yelling at them. Their coach is pushing them to be the best freaking player in the world. Not just on the team, not just for their grade, not for their height in the world. They are giving, they giving them the, the strength to be the best in the world. And they're yelling while they're doing it. Your coach is not like, hey, go Cam. He's like, Cam, go run. Wow. The fact that I'm that I'm doing this on this podcast is wild. But they're doing that. They're amped up. They're, they're going hard. And if you do something wrong, if you think that the coach isn't going to chew your head off for doing something wrong, you tripping. Because they are. They're going to sit you on the bench. They're going to tell you that you ain't good enough. They're going to make you feel like you little. And then they're going to build you back up. But yet, it's okay for the coaches to do it. And it's okay for our kids to fall in love with their coaches because that's what kids do, right? I love my coach. When they get to high school, it's like their coaches are second dads. Like, that's cool. Even though he ain't gentle parenting or gentle coaching. But because as a parent, I choose to yell and to, you know, get them riled up. And when they do something wrong, point out how they messed up and then build them back up. I'm wrong for that? It's a double standard. Because why is this random why is this random coach, these random teachers, these random employers, all these people, your therapist, your shrink, your best friend, your boyfriend, your husband, your girlfriend, they all able to yell at you. But if your mom and your dad yell at you and put you in your place, we we bad. It just don't add up to me, Sway. So it's just like I'm at a point in my life where I realized that the people that have authority over you are the people that are the hardest on us. Your employer, your husband or your wife, not that they have authority over you, but you know what I'm saying? They come from, you know what I'm trying to say, your, your boss, your, your spouse, um, your coaches, your teachers, your mentor, mentee, your I don't know, sponsor, your whatever it is that you have in your life. Those people are able to get down into the nitty gritty of your life and pull out all that negative and then raise you back up. But I'm a parent and I'm not able to do that. I'm not able to raise my voice because that's harsh to you. I'm not able to tell you dumb because that's me. I'm not able to say shut up because that's wrong. But you can let them go out into this world and have random people tell you, tell your kids to shut up. Tell your kids that they're dumb and they're stupid. Bully your kids and that's okay. But if I tell you that the mistake you made is dumb, I'm a bad person. If I tell you because you're yelling to the top of your lungs playing Fortnite to shut up, I'm a bad mom, but if you at school and a kid is walking down the hall and you say something stupid and they say, shut up, yo, that's okay. No, why? Shouldn't I be the one that's able to do the yelling? Shouldn't I be the one that's able to correct and reprimand and, you know, show them the way, lead them into their bright future? Like I should be that person. Not Coach Lou. Like, 
That doesn't, that's not fair. I birthed this freaking kid. I, we made this kid. I, his, out, the outcome of his life is, is, is more important to me than it is for you. I think this whole space of how we should parent and how we should talk to our kids, I think it's all a bunch of crap. I think that the one thing that my dad told me, because when we got married, of course, we were in a, we had a blended family. And it was so stressful in the beginning because you try so hard to not make one kid feel less than or more than the other. You're trying to feel accepted as the, as the step parent and all these things. And you're trying to just make everything so equal. Everything has to be equal. And... The one thing my dad said is that why are you trying to make everything equal? Like you don't parent. He's like in a in, in a non-blended family. Like he's referring to him with us with with me and my sisters. I didn't parent you guys the same way. I one of you one of you I might could talk to, the other one I might have to spank, the other one I could take snacks away and then, you know, destiny it was just like, however she turns out, she turns out. <laughs> no, but just seriously, like, we didn't, they didn't parent us all the same. We all were parented differently. So how can we come? And I feel like that's how we have to do in our house. With Chubbs, I can talk to him, like, to get, to, to understand where his, where he's coming from. With Camden, I can talk to him too, um... But he he needs a good punishment here and there. With with crew is he he needs a, a beating. He needs an ultimate beat down, whatever. But how can I take one parenting style and say, oh, okay, this will work with all my kids, but I can't even talk to all of my kids the same way? It's such a bizarre concept to think that I should be parenting my kid like my neighbor is. We got total different lives. I don't know what is going. Actually, my neighbors are psycho on both sides. Both both of them are crazy. But I don't know what's going on in their house. How am I supposed to know that it that my techniques work for her household? I don't know anything about her household and her kids. I don't. I have no idea of what would work for them because there's no cookie cutter method to parenting. There's no one shoe fits all to motherhood and 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 all of that. There, that's it's like so unrealistic, and we get so caught up in this stuff because our favorite blogger, or our favorite influencer, or oh my god, the Kardashians do this. No, like what? I. Am responsible for the outcome of the children that live in this household. And if it's one thing I know for sure about me, is that each and every one of my kids are going to be successful. I refuse to have a child not be the best version of himself possible. That's what I tell my kids. When they get in trouble and I, after I tell them that what they did was stupid and how stupid it was, then I circle back to I say, you know why I'm so disappointed in what you're doing? I'm disappointed in, because you're better 
than this. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. Because if you were stupid and you were dumb, I wouldn't even be, we wouldn't even be talking about this. I was I would expect nothing less, but I expect so much more from you right now. You're not incompetent. You know what you're doing. You have you are bright. You are smart. So there's no excuse for the behavior that you're putting out. And I feel like I wouldn't be able to walk into my best friend's house and talk to her kids the same way because I don't know her kids' struggles. I don't know if her kids can listen to that. I don't know if her kids are equipped for that. The way that I talk to my kids, I've raised my kids like that. Like I could, usually Camden will do something crazy in the morning and we will get in the car and I'll be like, yo, I don't know what your problem is or what you thinking and I will be going on this tangent about you know you need to do better because when you get in college x y and z da 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 you trying to play football oh you can't play football and be da 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 and he will I'll be like and you know I'm saying this because I love you right and he'll be like yes I know you're saying it because you love me and I have raised we I talk to my kids like I would talk to anybody I don't baby my kids. I don't coddle my kids. I don't box stuff up and put a bow on it so it make them feel good. No. You did some crazy shit and I'm not rocking with it. I talk, That's how I talk to them. That was wild. I'm not rocking with it. And if you think some little girl going to rock with it, if you're trying to have a, you like girls and you think that you're going to not take a shower every day and this girl, this little girl going to want to kiss you or be your valentine, you wildin'. You wildin', Slim. That's not happening. And that's exactly how I talk to my kids. Just like that. I meet them on their level. Same thing with crew. Definitely don't use those exact words, but I tell him the same thing. You want popcorn at 10 o'clock in the morning? No. Crew, you cannot have popcorn because that is not a, that's not breakfast. That is a snack. And we're having breakfast right now. If you want breakfast, then you can have a yogurt drink. Not, oh, crew, no, you can't have that. And I'm not telling Camden, oh, you forgot to take a shower again it's okay. Maybe no one will notice that you stink. No, everybody's going to notice that you stink. Your underarms stink. I can smell you from all the way over here. That's disgusting. Why would you not take a shower? That's gross. I just, I think. So the thing is, if you take nothing away from this message, take this. The way that someone else's parenting might not be the way that you have to. If you're unsure about what to do with your kids, you maybe need to reevaluate how you're talking to them. Are you talking to them on their level? Are you being, are you letting them speak first? Because that's what I do. I'm going to spaz. I'm always going to spaz. That's just who I am. I'm a spazzer. So I'm going to spaz. But I'm going to give you, first of all, I'm going to give you the bed to make your own coffin with. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say, you did, explain to me why you did it. Give me your explanation. That's their time to shine. And it makes them feel like, oh, let me tell her. She won't, she won't hear what I got to say. She going to understand. Yeah, right. But I'm giving them their space. Give your kids their space. But know that you still, you still take first seat. You're still in charge. Like I tell that to Corey all the time. I don't care what these kids say. I'm in charge. 
I don't care if he think that he X, Y, and Z. I don't care. The answer is no, because that doesn't make sense. And you know why it don't make sense? Because when you get to, to it, because like for me, I'm, I'm strict on my kids about their speed. So if I tell you to do something, I'm going to tell you how long it should take you. Like if I tell you to sweep the kitchen floor, I'm going to give you five. You got five minutes. That's that's even that's even too long. But you got five minutes to sweep the kitchen floor. If you're not done in five minutes, I, you're going you're gonna to be, I'm going to be pissed. So when it comes, if I look over there, you're still in the same spot and you only got two minutes left, I'm going off. I'm going off. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to think that you can just slow your way down in life but you're not because when you're competing for jobs for relationships for your wife for your kids don't nobody got time for that and I'm raising boys okay I'm raising men so I look at my kids they're 10 and 11 and 12 whatever right now but I'm not looking at them like they 10 and 12 I'm looking at them like what they need to be like when they 30 if I would be foolish to be raising my kids for right now and not raising them for the future. Yeah, okay, fun it up. Have fun. Play Fortnite. Play on the playground. That's cool. That's cool. But like for Camden, he don't know how to talk to people. He talks with a whisper. If I say, if I say Camden, what you want for dinner? I don't know. What? What do you want for dinner? I don't know. No. You want to play football? You want to be this? He 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 think he's so hard. He's so he's so hood. You 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 so hood. You want to play football? No. So if if I ask you what you want for dinner, you better say mac and cheese, like a man supposed to say. Not oh no, no. You a man? You want to be a man? Act like a man. And that's how I talk to my kids because, yeah, it's cute now because you're 10, but it's not cute when you're 30 and you walk it into a job and somebody asks you, so what's your name? And you say, Camden. They're going to be like, what? Camden. What did you say? What is your name? You need to say, my name is Camden. Nice to meet you. Shake his hand with a firm grip. You raise your kids for the future, not for the present. And if we stuck silly on these dumb Every other week, this new theory for parenting, you're going to be so caught up and you're going to miss the opportunity to raise up strong, um, smart, independent, faithful, entrepreneurs, whatever. You're going to miss the mark because we're so caught up in what society is saying is trending right now instead of what the Bible is saying is the answer and the solution. Let me not preach to y'all. Okay. But I'm being serious. Don't miss the mark with your kids. Don't try to be so caught up in what these influencers, bloggers are telling you that you need to do to be the best parent. Don't get caught up in the the love baskets, the holidays, and the breakfasts, and the heart-shaped pancakes, and all that crap. That stuff is great. I do it for my kids too. Yes, okay, woo-woo. But is that the thing that's going to make them the best man that they can be? No. If they don't get a heart-shaped pancake and they and you think they're gonna not they're gonna be any less of a person tomorrow? No, I didn't have heart-shaped pancakes when I was growing up, and I feel like I'm I'm a pretty good I'm a pretty good person. Okay, don't miss the mark with your kids. That's the thing. So many people out here telling you what you should do, what you should be, how you should parent, what you should make, what you should be giving your kids, all these things that you should, should, should. No, what does God say? 
just do that. That's it on So The Thing Is. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We hope you come back. And if you loved us, like it, share it, subscribe, comment, do all the things. And if you're looking for mommy content, you can find me on Instagram at at mom.e.planner. And if you're looking to shop my amazing cleaning products, you can find those on Instagram as well at mom.e.clean and check out all the things on my website, www.mommyclean.com. See you next time.